You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It's been a little while, probably about, what, a month or two since we talked with Pastor Nathan Sherrill at David's Harp, and he gave us a hint that there was another book, another volume coming out in the Hymns of the Season piano books from David's Harp, and I'm excited to continue that conversation today with Dr. Elizabeth Grimpo, professor of music at Concordia University, Nebraska, and contributor to David's Harp. Dr. Grimpo, welcome to The Coffee Hour. Thank you. It is, it's a joy to get to talk with the, the creative person behind the scenes of creating this book. I, I, t- I think I have the first one at home. My son and I sat down on the piano and have worked through a little bit in that one just to, to build his piano skills. And I was just amazed at the, the accessibility of it. So I'm mm-hmm. super excited to talk about this because there's a new volume in the series. So first of all, why were you interested in partnering with David's Harp to develop hymns of the season piano books for students of multiple levels? Hymns have always been an important part of my life, and I think they are to a lot of people. They're very precious, not only when we're young, but all throughout our life. And like any skill in life, mastery takes a while to get to. You don't become a master overnight. It often takes years of dedication, practice, discipline, good training. And in many areas, there are benchmarks that students working to better a skill can get to over time as they work on mastery. And if you take a look at the hymns and the hymnal, many of them are difficult to play, some more than others. Mm-hmm. But there's, there are really no benchmarks along the way to take a beginning student from their very beginning part of training their piano ability. There's really nothing before the hymns. And since hymns are for all people, we don't want the hymns and the hymnal to, to have to wait until the child gains mastery at the piano. And so hymns, while they're wonderful to sing, they're wonderful to play too. And the folks at David's Harp and the folks at St. Paul's Lutheran Church and Music Conservatory in Council Bluffs, namely Pastor Cheryl, they had an idea of putting the hymns at various levels that are simpler than what you'd find in the hymnal so that students can progress little by little and still be playing the hymns at whatever level they're at to make it part of their, their own life, their own piano ability and not just to be able to sing them, but to be able to play them too. And so that idea, it was not my own. But when Pastor Cheryl kind of introduced that idea to me, I thought, wow, this is this is really great that that students at any level could could play the hymns themselves. And so I was really intrigued by this project. And I, I jumped on board and we did volume one. And I think it was well received by many people. And there are so many hymns in the in the hymnal that he he planned future volumes. And so we're on volume four right now. That's awesome. And I know learning hymns was part of my early development playing piano many years ago that I've lost since, since I haven't practiced, as you mentioned. Well, these (laughs) these books might be perfect. They're not, they're not just for kids either. I mean, you know, if you're an adult that's kind of had lessons in the long past and you want to get back into it, some of these intermediate levels would be very, very accessible. Or you could start with level one like I That's did right. because it had been over 30 years since I practiced piano. Yeah. So. yeah, it's been yeah. a while. 
I can I can plunk stuff, but that that's about yeah. the moment. <laughs> why is it important for you? You mentioned a few reasons why hymnody is is important in in general for people, or why why it is near and dear to our hearts as as musical Lutherans. But why is it important for you for piano students to have this basis of hymnody as they're learning to? Because I think it's an important part to know that these hymns just aren't for people who are really good at piano. They can play them too at beginning levels. And and often I think there's a sense of accomplishment when students learn how to play something at the piano and to be able to learn a hymn at their level and to feel a sense of accomplishment that that they not only can sing it, but they, they can play it anytime they want. I think that's important. And hymns, of course, they're they're rich in their meaning, the gospel, the law and gospel and comfort and, and joy in our, our faith walk and daily life. They're just so, so important for us. And they connect us to people from the past and hopefully the future. And for kids to start playing these at a young age, I, I believe they'll learn to love them and they'll continue that throughout their life. And and it's a way that we can ensure that the hymnody also moves forward to future generations. You did, I think, a marvelous job of preparing these hymns, of arranging these hymns for various levels. Tell us about your philosophy for arranging hymns for all these various skill levels that that are available in the Hymns of the Season book. Yeah, that was tricky. And it's taken some thought over the years as I've done this. But Pastor Cheryl wanted to have four different levels. And so I thought, okay, with that first level being for the very beginners and almost all of the level ones, I decided to create as a student-teacher duet. Most of the time with the student playing only the melody or maybe even a simplified form of the melody, depending on the range of the melody and things like that. So I took a lot of things into consideration, but I, I, pairing it with a teacher duet would kind of give that student some confidence that that. They can, you know, play that melody, but yet be be part of a larger harmonic texture. So that's how I approached level one. Level two, moving up just a bit, I tried to keep the melody in the right hand where possible. Sometimes I split it between the two hands, and I tried to make sure that the hands stayed in relatively the same position throughout. Many method books around the early levels, they have hands in five finger patterns, and that would be relatively comfortable to students at this level. So that's what I tried to do with level two. Sometimes I had to get a little creative because the hymns don't always stand five finger patterns, as you well know. But so that was that was my approach for level two. Level three, just maybe adding a little bit more, maybe moving the hands just a little bit more. Sometimes I created a stylized left hand and slowed the harmonic rhythm down. If, if you're a musician, you'll know what that means. And then level four was getting pretty close to the hymnal, but not quite. What has been most enjoyable for you going through this process, having to kind of figure out how to create all of this for different levels. What has been enjoyable for you as you go through? I've gotten to spend a lot of time with all of these hymns and that that's been good for me to spend time with them, to, to reflect on them, to think how I can them in such a way that it's accessible for for all sorts of students. So that's that's been really good. It's also challenged my creativity because believe it or not, some of the early levels, level one and two, were the, the most difficult for me to, to write because 
students at that level have a, a limited knowledge of musical notation and things like that. So it's it's been a challenge to me creatively. So that, that's that been really good. And, and like I said, to spend time with these hymns has, has been good for me personally. Well, I'm grateful for the challenges that you <laughs> accepted. And uh, I think the, the arrangements are just brilliant. As a parent, I truly appreciate your work in making these hymns accessible for young piano students through through older piano students as well. But I, I think for me, really is key making it so accessible for a beginning piano student to be able to sit down and and do exactly what you're saying uh, to to practice a hymn that's so important and so valuable to us. What have you seen as outcomes from this project and partnering with David's Harp? Oh, every once in a while, I'll come across a video on Facebook, or or somebody will reach out to me and and let me know that their their child is playing for chapel or maybe playing one of these during the offering at their church, and that that's just incredible incredibly wonderful for me to hear. It's it's reassuring for me to know that that kids continue to love the hymns just just as people have, have loved them throughout generations. So that's been really great to to see kids actually playing these. So you mentioned this is volume four now coming out, is that right? Yes. So what are what can we find in volume four? What can we look forward to? Well some of the some of the more popular hymns perhaps I know that my Redeemer lives. That's the Easter hymn that's been chosen, Children of the Heavenly Father. That's in there, and and that's that's one that kids probably know just by singing. And so now they'll be able to play it too, and some other other good ones too. Some lesser known, and and some fairly well known. How can we find new volume four or even some of the previous volumes as well? Yeah, you can go online and just do a Google search for David's Harp, a Center for Musical Development. And then on their website, you'll get to read a little bit more. You'll, you'll see some explanations for some of their resources. And they have other resources as well, not just for a beginning piano, but they have a couple guitar, a couple beginning organ resources that could be helpful as well. And you can get all of the past volumes through that website. Very good. DavidsHarpMusic.org, I believe, is the website. Great. Thanks, sir. Find some, find some great resources there, including all four volumes of the piano books, Hymns of the Season. I, I, I'm truly grateful. And thank you for your time with us sharing about the great hymns that are in this new volume, as well as the previous volumes. Dr. Elizabeth Grimpo, professor of music at Concordia University, Nebraska, and contributor for David's Harp. Thank you so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour today. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Goldseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.